Hello, I'm Dan Aykroyd, and welcome to this fine motion picture emporium. It's nice to know you're here tonight, rather than at home shoving cheap little plastic cartridges into cheap imported video systems that keep you and your family hostage in your own home or apartment. Now, let's face it, big screen entertainment is what it's all about. We've enjoyed it for years. Movies are great. There's nothing like a good movie, or even a bad one for that matter. Go. Welcome back, all my friends, to the show that never ends. Hey there, this is the Sin Escape. <laughs> no. Hey there, guy, listen up. I just did this off the fly. Off the cuff. <laughs> I know. Fucking. All right. So uh, that would have that would have made so much. I would have. <laughs> I wouldn't have given you the look of. Oh my god, this is so stupid. If you had gone with off the cuff, I'd <laughs> be like, you're, you're a fucking rhyming genius. <laughs> look at here, all this stuff flying right off the cuff. Uh, too late. <laughs> hey there. Here is the Spiegel man. Ugh. All right. So. <laughs> Shitty intro side. Welcome back, my friends, to the podcast that ever ends. We're so glad you could attend. Come inside, come inside. I am Mr. Joe Spiegel, and sitting across from me back is the incredible Rhyme Animal. Ooh. Mike Southern. Ever so subliminal. Don't you ever fucking listen to I'm the Man? I'm the man, 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 man. That song? No. What? The actual real song done by fucking Anthrax. I, it's not I'm the man. It's uh, bring the noise. Oh, yeah, yeah. Turn it up. Yeah. Oh, public enema. I know. Yeah. Got you. All right. So if you couldn't tell already with my spiderific intro, um, this is our Spider-Man homecoming. Spider-Man. Hey, episode. Welcome back to our home. <laughs> We're going to talk about that five piece of Marvel Studio Entertainment. Uh, we'll also talk about my flick of the week, which is going to be the 2017 film Power Rangers. Oh, God. Why? <laughs> because my opinion on this movie is going to be a little different than I, I really? think most people are going to expect. I Not not drastic. Not really? drastic, but yeah. I, all right. And then... Uh, American Ninja 3, Blood yeah. Hunt. A 1989 martial arts action movie starring David Bradley. Mm. Written by Gary Conway, directed by Cedric Sunstorm. Also starring Steve James as Curtis Jackson. Where's the duty coffee? Michelle Chad, Calvin Young, Marge, Marge Joe. Gortner. You fucked up my... <coughs> really? Sorry. David Bradley. Music by George S. Clinton. Is that the David Bradley? Distributed by Canon Films. Born Bradley Simpson is an American actor and martial artist known for starring okay. numerous low-budget action movies beginning late 1980s. His best-known films are the American Ninja sequels. Isn't David Bradley the name of the guy who plays Pinhead? Doug Bradley. Oh, I was close. I was so there. He was also in Cyborg Cop 2, which I actually... His name in Cyborg Cop 2 was Jack Ryan. <laughs> was that blatant? Oh, that, Hugh Marjo Ross Gortner was a former evangelist preacher and actor. Yes. Who fucking starred in American Ninja? All right, nice. Yeah, he, uh, he Sam Kennison did, huh? Yeah. All right. Yes, he did. Except he didn't die of a cocaine overdose. That was sad. Yeah. Sad. A lot of people think that he would just get on everybody's nerves if he had lived. Fine, well, fucking Lee. All right, pause it. Time out. American Ninja Three. All so right. yeah, go to watch that. I actually right. watched it. We'll talk about that. Uh, you know what, dude? There is no news worth talking about unless you saw something. I, 
I went through I went through a whole week's worth of shit and there was nothing. Nope. Nothing. Not, I don't even think there was any trailers. Oh, I'm sorry. Another teaser trailer came out for <laughs> Stranger Things season two. Oh. And it's even more of a teaser than the one that came out during the Super Bowl. Yeah. I need to watch Stranger Things, man. Have you seen it? Yes. Okay. It, it's I don't care. Don't binge it. Watch two episodes at a time. No. Make me. It's only eight. I think it's only eight to ten episodes anyway. So. Dude, the guy that played uh, Curtis Jackson, his name is Steve James. He was 40 years old when he died. He was going to be in a... Um, he was going to be in a spinoff uh-huh. of I'm Going to Get You, Sucker. Uh-huh. <laughs> he played Kung Fu Joe in, in, in I'm Going to Get You, Sucker. Uh-huh. Was, there was going to be a spinoff called Hammer, Slammer, and Slade. That's a cool name. It never happened because he died. Hmm. He died of pancreatic cancer. Fuck. I wonder how that happened. Fucking Newports, man. No. Um, no, he... Uh, <laughs> my, uh, my, he dude, the dude was fucking yoked, so my guess is that a little bit of uh, the HGH had something to do with it. A little bit of roiding up. A little bit, yeah. Sticky. Pokey. Sticky pokey. Sticky pokey. Every time I'm going to get you sucker pops in my head, the first thought is always the pimp with the goldfish... Platform shoes. Yep. <laughs> Motherfucking pimp. Um, what the fuck was his name? That's right here. It's going to be... J- Jack Spade. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, rib joint customer. Pimp of the year pageant announcer. Look, look at how many people that were ended up on In Living Color on here. This was after In Living Color. This is before In Living Color. No. Yes. 1987, man. Oh, this 1988. 88, but still. Uh, and Living Color wasn't out yet. I think it was Fly Guy. Look at that. Bernie Casey. Fargus. <laughs> Huggy Bear. Yeah, Huggy Bear. Yeah. He was Fly Guy. <laughs> wasn't Pam Greer in that, too? Uh, for, Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I liked A Low Down Dirty Shame. I did, too. It was it was fun. Um, what? We're not even sure. talking. Just, <laughs> just make sure you smoke his ass. Like a motherfucking pack of cools. <laughs> All right, so uh, yeah, let's uh, let's finish this intro. Uh, you got me thrown off with this 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 IMDb search and shit. Uh, it's Wikipedia, motherfucker. All that and more. Cinescape movie reviews. Take it away, Jackie. All right, here we go. Hold your ears, folks. It's showtime. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, I don't. 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 All right, let's do it. Jose Juanito. Oh, dude, I was a okay. I already said Jackie. All right, take it away, Jackie. So I'm at work. I just have to bring this up because our original logo, a couple of average Joes, which we still use, is the GI Joe thing. You know, of course, looking it up, I I wanted to, you know. Or family Guy did, you know, G.I. Jose and all this other shit. Yeah. I kid you not, dude. There was a Mexican dude wearing a G.I. Jose T-shirt. I fucking lost it. Did you high-five him? No, I didn't get a chance to. I was I was. I would have turned in. off my fucking um, station or whatever you call it, right? Ran over to him, high-fived him, and then ran back. I was, lo- I was clocking in. Oh, I don't, you should have clocked his fucking hand first and Shut then up. clocked in. Shut up. <laughs> so, and this is the this is exactly the shirt he was wearing right here. <laughs> That's awesome. Did did you in any I, way whatsoever I, let him know that you you I, saw it? I double 
I did a double check. <laughs> I did the discount double check, did dude. You? <laughs> and I laughed and pointed. Like, that's fucking good. Did he notice you, though? I don't know. God damn it. When someone wears a, a special uh, shirt. Next you, time I see him, I'll ask him. Oh, it's too fucking late now, isn't it? Oh, hey, I'm going to go back to to the Walmart wearing that shirt because maybe, maybe someone noticed it but didn't this, let me it acknowledge it at the time. This one. <laughs> that's a fucking cool one, man. That is a very cool one. I saved that one. <laughs> G.I. Jose. <laughs> G.I. Jose. So, all right. Anyways, so yeah, uh, Mike and I nose is itchy. I swear it's not coke. Mike and I went and saw Spider-Man: Homecoming. Take it away. No, <laughs> all right. Can uh, we get any more boring? No, no. You know what? Spider-Man: Homecoming is. Look, once I knew that that Marvel Studios was going to be taking Spider-Man back and and doing their own thing with it, um, I already knew that it was going to be at least half decent. Um, but still there's that reluctance thing is my personal reluctance with Spider-Man is that they fucked him up. They ruined him in a way. I, they mediocred him. Spider-Man is supposed to be up there with Batman and, and, and Superman and, and, you know, Wolverine with the most popular superhero characters and anything less than the best is unacceptable. Uh, when it comes to Spider-Man. And the bar was set really high with the first two Spider-Man films from Sam Raimi. And, dude, and look, I'll, I'll give you a million complaints about Part 3, but still, Part 3 overall is still a better fucking superhero movie than most of the other superhero movies out there. Um, that's saying something. When a movie could fuck up that badly but still have a lot of good in it, that, that's fucking that's saying something. So, right. um, But then, then you have the Amazing Spider-Man movies that they don't they don't suck they you know they're they're, they're okay they're okay they're they're put together good but they're not stupid movies but the problem is is that they felt very unnecessary you had the rehashing of the origin tale and and other things and and look we've already seen fucking batman's parents get killed enough times you know and him falling down a fucking well enough times so um for them to keep doing you know the same thing with spider-man it's just no one's no one bad writers go to the easy where the yeah. easy is, oh, we got to tell the origin story. So we have the origin story with Tobey Maguire crying awkwardly. <laughs> and then we got the Andrew Garfield story with Andrew Garfield crying awkwardly. <laughs> and then we find out that Peter Parker's dad is some sort of fucking secret government liaison scientist, super ninja fucking James Bond type. I forgot about that, yeah. You know, who who had a secret train with a secret lab and... That's how Peter Parker became Spider-Man and blah, 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 really, you know. Overcomplicates things. Yeah, it's like, look, this is how it is. Uncle Ben died because <laughs> Peter was being a douche, okay? Yeah, he's being selfish. Right, so we get that. So, fine. We we In the Sam Raimi story, that's absolutely needed because you need a starting point. Yeah, right? that's the first. Yeah, and fine. Um, that has to be done. It's established. And then, you know, you have uh, Willem Dafoe playing, you know, Green Goblin. Osborne, yeah. And as much as I didn't Norman. like the fact that he was wearing the suit, I fucking hated the suit. Did you see the makeup, uh, the, the test makeup for the original com? Yeah, I saw that. Fucking awesome, dude. They should have done that. And, yeah, and the problem is is that it would take too long. Yeah, they had animatronics in the in the face, too, for movement. But, yeah, it was look, it looked great. I, I looked I just saw the test footage for it a few days ago. Yeah, it's right there. Yeah. Looks amazing. It, and I thought, uh, but, you know, 
I got over it because of of two things. A, it's not, and, and I had to really think about this, <coughs> which is, this is not the Marvel Comics universe. Yeah. This is, I'm going to mute this. This is the Marvel Cinematics universe. Yeah, where you're in a, in a somewhat real world. Yeah, and and the differences are that you have to have everything based in reality, okay? In in a in a in a semi-reality. Mm-hmm. Let's just put it that way. It's it's easier. Because you have superheroes and mutants or whatever you want to call them. And the the characters in and of themselves are amazing. Yeah. Okay? The the heroes, the villains and whatever else. Now, it they're not going to be able to accomplish or do the same things that they do in the comic because you just, in comics, they can break physics and all this other stuff. Yeah, it's more of a disbelief. So they they do what they can in the movies to simulate the comics. Not everything is going to be the same. So when you see, it doesn't matter, the, the Sam Raimi version or the Andrew Garfield version, because I don't know who the director of the for. Of those ones Mark were, Webb. Yeah. Or this version directed by John Watts, right? Yeah. And and then you see the differences when it comes to God damn, that looks so fucking good. Yeah, it does. I you know what, yeah, it makes sense that they didn't do it in the movie because it's in the real world, you know, this is real world based to a point. How would he take the be able to take the, all that time to put that kind of a mask on? Well to do his shit to do his work, right? His evil deeds. Right, but see, the the whole thing is is that it's a mask. That's why he does it. So, getting back to it, and and then you know, not be, not getting off track is what I actually did, which is, <laughs> you you have to have, you have to have some sort of basis of realism for the character, and the suit works for me because it's some sort of basis of realism for the character. Yeah, you know, it hides his features. It portrays the character. It does. It does everything that it's supposed to do. Yeah, and you can see his mouth behind the screen. Right. Yeah, the little mesh uh, net thing. Right. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Yeah. I mean, it would have been cool if if that you got to see that first. You know, the original Goblin look. But right there. But yeah, it just it's whatever. It, it, look, that's still that first Spider-Man movie. Even though it wasn't a perfect mm-hmm. film, it did a great job with Spider-Man, you know, introducing him to the, to the, you know, the movie world. And look, I know he did that fucking weird, weird seventies movie shit that turned into a TV series, but no one ever really thinks about that shit. So what? Oh, when you're talking about like Spider-Man, the first time you see Spider-Man on the big screen, they did that one thing, you know, that, that one movie in the seventies that transferred into becoming a TV series. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I don't count that one. Cause that was just all no one, none of people didn't take, comic book movie seriously enough back then yeah but uh, the first one you had was superman the I, movie right i know but i don't know why you're going back that far but whatever well because I'm, I'm talking about how important you know like how big superman the fir- or i mean spider-man the first movie was you know so first time you're really seeing spider-man and and and, and able to have visual effects that you know, they might be a little dated now but at the time they were you finally had to were able to bring this character to life on the big screen and the way he's supposed to look right Right, with all of his swinging and, and action. So, yeah, the, it's, you know, the, it set the bar really high. And then you have the sequel, which sequels always fucking suck compared to the to the original, you know? 
most in most cases, especially yes. back then, you know. So yeah, you didn't have it, and then all of a sudden the sequel comes out and it's fucking awesome. You're like, holy shit, this one improves on everything that the first movie did, right? You know. So, and then you have like what I was already talking about. You have the disappointment of part three, and then the complete abandonment of Sam Raimi and his vision, and and just trying to redo things again, like the fucking James Bond shit with Daniel Craig, you know, it, it you know, it, it, it worked for, 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 for James Bond. Hell yeah. By the way, Daniel Craig signed for two more James Bond films. All right. Good. Yeah. Good, good for him, man. He makes his money. All right. <laughs> so, but yeah, it's look, this movie is done so well. The Spider-Man homecoming is, it's done so well. That it can it can get you past. I, I I'm I'm just speaking for myself, but it, it got me past the point where it was okay that that they fucked up the third, and then the last two were no, completely. No, it wasn't okay that they fucked up the third. Let me get, finish my 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 point. My point is this movie's so good that I was able to get over my anger from the from the third movie and the last two being just a waste of time to get to this one. That's what I'm trying to get at. Okay. Is that. It's it's like yeah, I'm still pissed off. Don't get me wrong, but it's why because I'm a fan. I'm a Spider-Man fan. I grew up being a Spider-Man fan. So yeah, Spider- why why carry that with you, dude? It's just a, it's just an expression. It's not like I'm fucking sitting around saying God damn you, Sony, all day. But a part of you is no. Just when it comes up in conversation or when we're talking about Spider-Man right now, this is the Spider-Man Homecoming. I episode. know, but what I'm trying to oh, never mind. So. I'm what I'm trying to I'm trying to blood just, from a I'm fucking just, turnip. I'm just trying to make you understand that's how good this movie is. Okay. Because this movie could have done everything perfectly, but you still have the reservations because of the shitty stuff that was done prior to it. This still gets past that and it gets you comfortable in this new cinematic universe where it should have been in the fucking first or should have been since they started this whole Avengers initiative. So um I'm all for it, man. Uh, I'm all for this, how they they did it. Um, you know, do I think that they need to do go in a different direction with the sequel? Yeah, of course. But what different direction do they need to go in? Well, it's, it's fucking Spider-Man. Well, yeah, I just this one this episode is very self-contained even though it comfortably connects you to the outside Marvel, you know, Avengers world and everything like that. It still stays as self-contained as possible. And um, I think that it, it needs to become, you know, with a sequel, it needs to become bigger than it is. No. No. No? No. No. If you make it bigger, then you, you run into problems. <laughs> Thor Dark World. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> eh, fuck. And that's... What you need to do is, it's it's small steps, not giant chunks at a time. Uh-huh. So when when it comes right down to it, you don't want Spider-Man to jump into the big picture. He's already jumped into the big picture, Civil War. So we know that he's established with all the regular superheroes. What I'm talking about is the next movie can't be big. It can't be a huge fucking, you know, you know, thrill a minute in uh, Thor Ragnarok style or Civil War style movie. It has to be one of two things. It has to be another self-contained story or it has to be a team-up story, you know. Still small, but taking the steps towards a bigger, the bigger picture. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's. Uh, you know what? It's hard. In a way, it's kind of hard to critique this movie because Marvel 
Marvel just surprises me. Every time I'm like, well, what can you do with Spider-Man that hasn't already been done five times before, right? And then this movie comes along and like, holy shit. (laughs) They changed the rhythm of things. They changed the flow of things. Um, They found a way to... um, to make Tony, you know, his dad, you know, where he becomes the father figure in a way and, and to help, uh, you know, and pretty much in a way, if you think about it, Tony takes the place of, of uncle Ben, right? In a sense. And then, but you didn't have to rehash the uncle Ben thing, right? It's, it's said in, you know, in past tense, right? You know, like Aunt May has been through enough already. And that was it. That's the only mention of uncle Ben at all in this movie. So Aunt May has been through enough and you know what the hell he's talking about. Cause he was super serious about it when he said it. Um, it just, dude, I, I, I got the feels for this movie right from the start. Like you had that intro with, with Michael Keaton's Vulture character working um, on the Avengers uh, on the uh, the attack of New York, right, on the cleanup, and you you have that nice little introduction to his character, and then boom, it cuts into the Marvel Studios emblem stuff, and you have the 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 orchestral um, Spider-Man theme playing, right. And right there, it was just like, you're already starting it off like great. You know, you're already, boom, you got me into, you already, uh, you already like, it's like, it was like a a reassuring moment. Like they are really going to do a good job with this because if you remember the trailers for this movie, they were, they were leaving a lot of shit out. They were, they, it just seemed like it was going to be a cute little fun movie. Nothing, nothing too important in the, in the series of Marvel films or anything like that. Right. You just thought, oh, it's gonna be cute, and then and then like half the stuff that's in the trailers isn't even in the movie itself. It was just there to like as a as a decoy, if you if you will, and and then we get this this movie where it's just this constant flow of of humor and good heartedness from uh, from the main characters and and just shit. Fucking imagine how how much better um, Spider Man could be if they, we they were able to put him in years ago. You know, from the get-go with this thing, the whole initiative, how different things would be, and the fact that they're able to get him in now and and make it fit. I mean, they make him fit. It, it feels like they make everything feel okay. That that's pretty much my gist with this whole thing. This whole rant is that Marvel Studios makes this Spider-Man fit in here, even though he's this you know quote unquote late into the game. Doesn't matter. They they still wrote him in in in, a, in an awesome way. They they brought him in appropriately. And, you know, as you said, homecoming, this is a big fuck you to Sony. Yeah. You know, on, on, it's a double entendre. Right? Yeah, it is. You know, so <clears throat> knowing, seeing what Marvel has done with Spider-Man. Now, I, I do have issues with the movie, um, but they're minor, minor issues. Huh. Um, I still don't like the fucking Spider-Man suit. I don't know. I, I like the original. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it's... Dude, the original suit is the original suit. Yeah. You look at me like I'm fucking crazy. I know. I just, I, it looked like, you know, close enough. I was like, fuck it. You know, it already looked like underoos, <laughs> right? No, I'm talking about the original suit. The one that fucking, the, the suit that Tommy Maguire wore. Okay. Okay. That, this is. Yeah. You know, look at the original costume. Hold on a second. Not that guy. But the original costume is the original costume. And in in my opinion, that's not it. That's fucking stupid gay. <laughs> in my opinion, that's that's the Spider-Man that needs to be shown. Uh-huh. You know, uh, the Tobey Maguire costume obviously is close enough to it that I'm okay with it. Yeah. I don't care. 
I don't care for the ever changing Spider Man costumes. You know, I. Th- it, well, he is in the realm of Tony Stark, who loves to fucking change it all up constantly. I, I, I know, but I don't care for the ever changing Spider Man costumes. You know, it needs to be there. There needs to be consistency, and that's my only problem with. That's that's just. I mean, it's a minor bitch, and and I'm sorry, but. <laughs> Like, hold on a second. My favorite of all time is the Todd McFarlane stuff. So we'll just do Todd McFarlane Spider-Man. This is the fucking, this is the shit, you know? Blue and red. Or in this case, it looks like it's black, but it's really blue and red. Yeah, it's just the shading. You know? And that's the way it needs to be. As much as, as much as, it's cool to have a new Spider-Man every couple of years. It just, it, dude, it gets fucking tiring. It's, I, you, maybe you're noticing the, or you're noticing the attention to detail better than I am. But the the one in this movie looked close enough to the old one. I, I didn't, I didn't notice. I mean, I know there's the one that Tony introduces at the end of the movie, but. Which is the Iron Man Spider-Man yeah, I, costume? I, like I said, it, it, oh, you see, yeah. there's the the fucking piping on the sides. Yeah, I mean it's close, but it's not. Well, I think they they had to do that. They did that on purpose because you don't want to just copy the same costume that Tobey Maguire had, right? Why not? I mean, that sounds great. It just I I can I don't I don't I couldn't picture them ever doing it. Why not just can keep it consistent? <laughs> I don't know. Like I said, it's it's a minor bitch. And it's you know there there isn't. At least he's the right colors. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not it's not um it's not terrifyingly stupid. Yeah, you know, it, it's just that's a cool fucking picture. It's just it for me. It's unnecessary. Yeah, it's completely unnecessary to have all the the little piping and all this other shit that's on it because of whatever reason. But you know, other than that, I mean, it it's. it's, it's I can't talk. <laughs> it sticks with the original premise, which is... I think it's supposed to look like that to be more techy because it's a Stark tech suit. Maybe that's that, that could be part of it. Yeah. Like I said, it's just a minor bitch. <laughs> yeah. So, uh... You know, I, the other problems that I have is with him... Hold on a second. I'm going to find a picture of of them. Like, when he's running across the rooftops... Yeah. It's all. It, it looks really bad CG. Um, like at the beginning of the movie, when the Peter Parker goes to, this is the whole part of doing a movie review is actually fucking reviewing the movie and it's not looking at pictures and <laughs> you know telling a story. When in, when Peter Parker goes to a party, a a uh, uh, a house party, yeah, okay, in the suburbs, and he's torn between you know showing up as Spider-Man or just being himself, you know? And he really just doesn't give a shit. He doesn't want to even be there, but his friend is kind of pushing him. By the way, his friend turns into a bad guy. Spoiler alert. Ned. (laughs) And the the whole thing kind of blows up in his face because instead of... It doesn't really blow up in his face. He sticks true to his character. Yeah. Um, There's there's some shit that's going on down the street where he's noticed people blowing shit up, you know? The shocker is there and whatever else. Yeah. And he goes to investigate, right? And shenanigans happen. He gets caught. And Do you notice that ni- nice little nod to, like, what would Spider-Man do if there's no buildings around? Yeah. <laughs> Run. Yeah. 
So as he's chasing the bad guys and then running across rooftops and whatever else and trying to fly. You and know, golf courses. Yeah, go, and running across golf. That's what That was real. <laughs> but, you know, as he's as he's swinging away or jumping, you know, it doesn't look real. Okay. You know, we're watching it in 3D, so I don't know how it looked in non-3D. Yeah. You know, but to me, it it was akin to the first Spider-Man movie that Sam Raimi did where you could obviously tell it's not Tobey Maguire. Yeah. You know, green screen and all this other stuff. When he was running the rooftops, I could tell that it was definitely CG. I didn't notice, like, the quality of it, though. I just went with it. Yeah. Um, no, the quality is high. It just it looked like... Dude, it, it totally looked like they just pulled it from a video game uh-huh. and stuck it on the movie for some reason, <laughs> you know. But, yeah, and then, look, the 3D, which, uh, you know, neither one of us c- normally care for, it was done really well with this movie. Dude, especially even the screen was popping up. It was, and and all the action scenes, especially in the first half of the movie, uh, there was so much detail to the 3D layering. I, Holy shit. It, it was just like when he was jumping through windows and shit, it felt like you were jumping through windows with it. Yeah. It, it was awesome. I was just like, holy, the whole scene where he's fighting in the ATM and all those dollar bills are floating around. And uh-huh. dude, whoever whoever did the 3D on this took their time. Right. You know, well, wasn't that cheap shit? And Skywalker and. Oh, yeah. This, yeah. It's a Lucasfilm movie, uh, you know, did the effect. So, yeah. ILM. Yeah. So, uh, props. Yeah. You know, and then and then when the fucking laser beam goes off and blows up the deli across the yeah. street and he goes and runs through and jumps in. Yeah, holy I mean, shit. You're right there with the character. Yeah. You know, you feel, you see, and, and you're experiencing this whole thing. This guy, John Watts, really understands Spider-Man. Yeah, and, and the people, it, look, the people who hired him at, at, at well, I almost said Disney, the people at, Same at thing. Yeah, Disney, at, well, you know, at Marvel Studios, Marvel that hired him, they, they did the research. Disney Marvel. Yeah, they did the research. You know, they know what they're doing. That's why they picked Edgar Wright to do Ant-Man, you know, and, and other things. It's because they see these guys' as style. And well, they, it doesn't always work out, though. So. I, I, you know, but I'm, I'm saying that they still, they picked a good guy, didn't they not with Edgar Wright? It just didn't work out. But they still they, right. they didn't ignore the skills. That's what I'm trying to get at. So you look at John Watts, who the two movies that he's done before this uh-huh. were movies I both flicks in my week, flicks of the week for me. Absolutely. You know, I mean that says something right there. I, I Cop Car was really well done, uh-huh. and Clown was really well done, and um, so they noticed the skills, and yeah. and he he applied it because um, one of the things I read about this movie was that, and I this is I already felt this movie had a John Hughes vibe before I read this, but. I think you even mentioned it. Yeah. I think you mentioned it outside where we're standing outside for a minute. But there, in the in the trivia, I learned that um, he had the whole crew watch a bunch of John Hughes movies before they started filming, right? Um, just to get that vibe of how John Hughes did, you know, teenage, teenage. stuff. Yeah, because yeah. the guy was a master of it, right? Absolutely. And and you, <laughs> dude, there's a scene where he's the scene you just brought up where he's running through the neighborhood. I was already feeling Ferris Bueller, uh-huh. and then what did they do? They show it on the fucking TV in a right. backyard. I'm like. Well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Awesome. So and it makes you think of those Domino's commercials. And yeah. Wanna, and look. Now you want to punch that big haired kid in the head. Yeah. And then look, I put this in the review is that this movie, to make people forget about wanting to see Spider Man done over and over and over again, you have to make the, the audience care about the character again. And Tom Holland. It's not, and it's not just Spider Man, it's all of their characters. Yeah. You know? Yeah, but yeah, because everyone that comes along with him. Because this movie has a huge cast, massive cast. I, I when I wrote down my list of, of actors in the movie, 
I wrote down 20 people and that's not even all of them. That these are all the people that have like more than two or three lines of dialogue in the film right. each. Um, there's more than that. Um, f- to be able to, because this movie is about two hours and five minutes before end credits. So to, to be able to cram all of these characters into a movie, make it a quote unquote origin tale for the, you know, for Spider-Man now being in this universe, right? And 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 having it connect to 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 the Avengers, and having uh, the villain of Michael Keaton's have time to establish himself, uh, to deal with his teen angst and, and all that stuff, and him shirking his high school duties and stuff like that, and the relationship stuff, all of that, to be able to balance all of that shit, and still make a movie that doesn't feel jumbled. Did did this feel jumbled at all with all those no. actors in it? No. That that's it was a straightforward story with no bullshit. Yeah. That is that is that is expert directing yeah. and expert uh writing. Not fucking Transformers. Yeah. You know? It it's even when this movie does its subtle little connections to their possibly being a Sinister Six movie down the road, right? Uh huh. Or at least the Sinister Stick um six becoming an issue in a fur- a future film, right? Um, oh, yeah, I mean, Sony already wants to put a fucking Venom movie out there, and you know it's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look. <laughs> See, that's the kind of thing I won't be doing with Windows. That's <laughs> fucking hilarious, dude. But yeah, uh, and the whole intro, the whole intro. Look, they, they knew how to get you connected to, to Tom Holland as Spider-Man, as as new Peter Parker. That's 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 a good idea. That's cool. Yeah. Um, they knew how to get you connected with him. Besides the fact how they, they showed him in, in Civil War and those two scenes he was in, uh-huh. was in this movie, what do you do to start him off with? You behind start the scenes. Behind the scenes, man. You, you're like behind the camera with him and, and his enthusiasm, right? His joy at what he's doing. He, he's, he's taking you along with him. As happy as annoyed. Yeah. And and, y- and you're falling in love with the kid while, while he's doing this. Like, God, I'll go with this guy anywhere. He's, he's fucking, yeah. his joy for life, right? This has reinvigorated my enjoyment for Spider-Man. Yeah. I mean, m- like I said, my favorite all time is the fucking Todd McFarlane version of Spider-Man. Uh-huh. I love Todd McFarlane's art. Yeah. And when I when th- seeing this movie makes me want to go back and just fucking start drawing this shit all over again. Yeah. Yeah. I I haven't had I haven't watched a Spider-Man movie where I got the um, the 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 enjoyment tingles, if that's what you can call it, where right. where a scene exhilarates you, um, <coughs> since the 2004 movie. Okay, with with Doc Ock, I it hasn't been there because they fucking ruined my Venom. So I uh, ever since then I've been bitter about it. Right. Well, during this movie, there was a couple times, especially during that the uh, the music at the beginning, but there was a couple other parts in this movie where I'm like, holy shit, dude, I'm I'm loving Spider-Man again on the big screen. Yeah. You know, it's I, absolutely exciting, and and that's the way it needs to be. Well, like I said, look, Marvel knows what they're doing, regardless of whether or not you like the um, the way that they quote unquote treat directors and this and that and the other uh, thing. It has nothing to do with that. They have a vision. Yeah, you know, Pardon no pun intended. Yeah, <laughs> they have a vision, and and they're taking that vision, and they're seeing seeing it through to the other side. Yeah, because. What ultimately it comes down to is they want the best product out there. Are they always going to get it? No. There are going to be some some fuck-ups along the way. Yeah. That's just the way it goes. Look, you know, Thor, the Dark World wasn't great, you know. But it didn't suck. Yeah, it didn't suck. And then there was a couple of others in there that weren't great, but they didn't suck. Yeah. You know, they moved, they pushed the story on, well, uh, Avengers Age of Ultron, you know. It pushed 
the story forward. Like the Ultron head when he was going through the boxes? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Got one of those. Yeah. And that... That's a cool picture. That in and of itself is important. That's why Marvel is ultimately successful. Yeah. <laughs> because you have to have people that follow your vision. You know, and, I, and you've heard me. You've heard me ad nauseum about fucking Bill Palachek and the fucking Patriots. Yeah. You know, and... It's important to understand the reason why I like things like this, like the Patriots or Belichick or or Spider-Man or Todd McFarlane, is they are uncompromising. Yeah. When they want something done, then when they want when they want to look at see that doesn't look right. We have a fucking arm. Well, I I, I can see the perspective that it's doing. That's just awful. But yeah. Th- well, now the more you th- you're emphasizing on it, yeah, you know, it starts to look worse and worse. <laughs> That's good. But. Again, you have to have control over your product. And if you don't have control over your product, you got nothing. So what you need to do is you need to go back to square one. And that's exactly what they did. That's taken from a Todd McFarlane issue of Spider-Man. That's, it was a good one. We was <laughs> upside down eating fucking. <laughs> so that's what I'm trying to say is you if you don't have control over your product, then you have nothing. So then you get things like, in fact, we're looking at it right now. You get things like the Spawn movie. You know, yeah. or you get things like, you know, anything that Abby Arad touches. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. What, what was it? The the last movie that he had a big hand in? It was the Fantastic Four reboot. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, <laughs> reboot of a reboot. Ghost in the Shell. And I mean, look, go, we like Ghost in the Shell. We just didn't love it because they they added shit they didn't uh, that they didn't need to. He was a chief creative officer of Marvel Entertainment. He was a director and all this other stuff. He and he came from the toy biz. You have a guy that comes from the toy biz who thinks that he knows movies. Yeah. And he doesn't. It's like Michael Bay with Transformers. King Arthur, The Knights of Justice, Double Dragon, The Bots Master, Iron Man 1994, Fantastic Four 1994, Spider-Man 1994, The Incredible Hulk in 96. You know, these are these are produced items. Yeah. X-Men Evolution, X-Men Blade 2. Yeah, then he started making money with the big ones. You know. He has, he has his hands in an untitled animated Spider-Man film for next year. Venom, Silver and Black, Borderlands. He's doing a m- movie based on a video game. <laughs> you know? I'm sorry, but uh, here, I'm just going to give you a list of movies in the last 10 years. X-Men The Last Stand. What'd you think of that? Ugh. Fucking Brett Ratner, dude. Ghost Rider. Uh, meh. Spider-Man 3. Ghost Rider was meh. Spider-Man 3, uh... You already know. Fantastic Four, Rise of the Silver Surfer. Meh. Bratz the movie. Nope. Iron Man. Amazing. He didn't have anything to do with it other than producing it. Incredible Hulk. Very good. Ghost Rider, Spirit of Vengeance. Eh, meh. Garbage. The Amazing Spider-Man. Eh. Robo Sapien rebooted. <laughs> I don't even know <laughs> no that. No comment. <laughs> Pac-Man and the Ghostly Adventures. I hate that show. That fucking show sucked. Right. The Amazing Spider-Man. Meh. Airbound. Well, even though I liked it when I first saw it. Um, Airbound, I don't even know what the fuck that is. Kong, King of the Apes, I I've never know. seen. Tarzan and Jane, never seen. Mm. Ghost in the Shell, meh. Eh. <laughs> he was an executive producer on this one, but that's it. He had his hands in everything. He was a Fantastic Four, a man thing. Yeah, Electra, like- Blade Trinity. This is the guy's fucking evolution of whatever. And until, until Spider-Man Homecoming, everything that he touched was either eh, or absolute dog shit. Iron Man is Iron Man and the Incredible Hulk 
Don't have anything to do with it for two reasons, okay? First and foremost, those were Marvel Studios. All he is an, is, is an executive producer. He had no say in those fucking movies. Yeah. Okay? Everything else... Oh, in the, in the new Spider-Man. In the next two. Everything else, he fucking had his hands on. Whether he was involved with writing the script or anything else. Because he's a producer. And why are you attracting all these flies? I don't know. Kill them. I took a shower today. Get the fuck out of here, flies. Maybe they're just attracted to the light. Maybe that light's a piece of shit. (laughs) Tell us where you were the night of yesterday night. Die. (laughs) You fucking clocked him. Fucker stuck to my pen like a turd. Those are the same flies that tried to attack me when I tried to eat my cookie. Get out of here, (laughs) dick. Die, die. So, (laughs) So, yeah, so Abby Arad. Okay. Yeah. He and now he's involved. I don't know why. Maybe he has to be involved I, because he's a producer at yeah. Sony. He's he's like I think he's like a I think he's got his hands in the in the in the pot or something. Like, a Marvel director and the chairman, CEO, and founder of Marvel Studios. I fucking doubt that he was a founder of Marvel Studios, but whatever. You know. Yeah, his name's been around for a long time. I know that. Uh, along with Israeli-American toy biz co-owner Isaac Perlmutter, Avi Arad came into conflict with Carl Icahn and Ron Perlman over control of Marvel Comics in the wake of its 1996 bankruptcy. In the end, Arad and Perlmutter came out on top, with toy biz taking over Marvel Comics in a complicated deal that included obtaining the rights to Spider-Man and other superheroes that Marvel had sold earlier. He was involved in Marvel's emergence from bankruptcy and in the expansion of the company's profile through licensing moves. He had resigned in 2006, which included his leadership of Marvel Studios to form his own production company, you know, and it's just, look, I'm sure, I don't even care. I'm not going to defend it, you know, but he's garbage. All he does, everything he touches, with the exception of three movies, is fucking dog shit. Yeah, because he doesn't care about the long run. He just cares about that instant profit. And it's just turned out to be shit. Yeah. Most of the time it's turned out to be yeah. shit. I dare you to fucking argue with me about, about any of these, any of these f- pieces of shit. That, Blade? Okay, Blade was okay. He has his hand in all three blades. Not to be confused with the Blade film. Oh, the Blade film. I don't know. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, yeah, it was, it was a commercial success. It made $70 million or 131 on mm-hmm. the $45 million budget. But the second and third one, meh. Uh, the second one was good. The third one was meh. Yeah. <laughs> God, the fucking dialogue for Dracula was the worst written ever. You know, you know, and we're way off. We are, we're way off on. You know what? Because this movie speaks for itself. Homecoming is fun. Uh, there's there's a lot of fun characters. I love the Ned character, the guy in the chair. Uh-huh. He was a great sidekick. Um, you know, I didn't even get pissed off about the Flash Thompson thing. It. Because yeah, that's the other thing that bugged me. It just seemed like, it, to me, it was like, you know what? A bully, Flash Thompson now, when he's already Spider-Man, wouldn't really be that effective against him because Spider-Man could just fuck him up. So I Right, but he's also got to put on a mask. I know. I, but, I mean, just he would be able to take a punch from him and all that stuff. So for them to change him and make him, he's still a douchebag, he's still rich, but this time just make him a... A fucking I don't know a preppy piece of shit instead of a a jock piece of shit. There, I mean I I I don't really you know what I, did, I it doesn't bother me is because he wasn't a very important character in the movie anyway. But he's important to the overall story. 
Here's my problem with Flash Thompson, in a nutshell. The kid that's playing him is from Guatemala, okay? Mm -hmm. And I'm sorry, but you can't call him Flash Thompson. <laughs> that's a fucking white guy name. Yeah. You know? And, and it, it's... it's um. It's the word I'm looking for. I don't for. even have him written in my credits list. I already told you that I have like 20 people in there. Yeah. Um, it's uh, it's Tony Revo Tony Revolori. That's his name. Yeah. Um, it's an insult to him. Uh-huh. Have him play a different character. Because Flash Thompson... Now, again, I've already said that it's Marvel, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, which is a completely different Earth. Yeah. But you can't say... His name is Flash Thompson. You can call him Flash. Yeah. As a nickname or whatever, but give him a different name. His last name, I'm sorry, I don't know any Latinos or Puerto Ricans or Mexicans or Spanish guys with the last name of Thompson. Yeah. Any of them. I can't name one fucking one. Ruiz. <laughs> Munoz. You know, it, it just, because his character only pops in here and there in the movie, um, and that it, it, he always ends up being just a he. In this movie, he's just an annoyance. He's not he's not detrimental to the character of Peter Parker in his growth because he's he's already moved on to bigger and badder things, right? That that are that are you know the problem in his life. Okay. So that's so, why. So it's acceptable to have characters that don't make sense. No, that's why it didn't bother me because the the movie doesn't is doesn't focus on Flash very much at all. Right, but so it's acceptable to have characters that don't make sense. This is a review, not. And a critique, not a let's defend these characters. It's look, this is what Marvel did wrong, okay, and they could fix it, not not oh well, but this and that and the other thing. This and that and that's that's where I think our our reviews fail is that we're not we're not being honest. Honest. I'm being honest about this. This character didn't bother me. I, I'm not asking you if it fucking bothered you. Why are you cussing? It's wrong. It's it's wrong that we sit here and. And we wishy-wash. Marvel made a mistake with this character. And they shouldn't have done that. They should have made Flash Thompson. Again, they fundamentally changed the character. Remember when we talked about all that shit? Yeah. They fundamentally changed the character and they shouldn't have. That's their mistake. There's minor, minor mistakes in this film. You know? And Flash Thompson is one of them. He, and, and you're right. His character wasn't a detriment. So that that's that's fine. But again... We're looking at, and it's not picking it apart. We're looking at this as a movie and what it did right and what it did wrong. Yeah. I, I read the reasoning for um, why they decided to have Flash Thompson not be an athlete this time. And it was pretty much what I had already figured from the get-go was that uh, to, uh, a bullies of more modern times are less, you know, big athletic bullies. And they're more like, like the way this Flash Thompson in this movie is. I don't buy that. I know tons of fucking bullies that are, are still, they're 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 ex jocks, that are mostly fucking tr white trash drug addicts, <laughs> you know. Um, the other the other mistake that they made was uh, hiring Zendaya as Michelle or MJ. Yeah, that and that that one, but luckily, and that's another thing. She's a very if she really is the true Mary Jane, right? Um, yeah, and her last name is Jones, not Parker. Yeah. So it's not. Her name is Michelle Jones, so they everyone calls her MJ, right? Um, the, but the, them hinting at it. Or uh, whatever. Her character is also another one that, that doesn't pop up very often. So it doesn't or really Watson. bother me because his, his relationship stuff 
isn't really that important anyway for the movie. It's more about him dealing with all this other shit. So it was cool to have an introduction, but I, it doesn't bother me. It because it, it, it you know why? Because it's not fucking Topher Grace's face over Venom. That's why it doesn't bother me, Mike. That's fine. Because there's just way bigger fish to fry. I understand. Again, there's two mistakes that Marvel made in this movie, which yeah. is one of them is having Zendaya play MJ. Okay? Yeah. Mary Jane is not... Her last name isn't Jones. Yeah. Again, if if you're going in Mary that direction... Mary Jane Watson, yeah. If you're going to fundamentally change the character, then you've made a mistake. Okay? I hope they didn't. You can't say Mary Jones dash Park or fucking Mary Jones dash Watson. Yeah. Mary Jones... Mary MJ Watson dash <laughs> Jones or... Whatever you're going to fucking do. My original name was. Yeah. It, it just, it's not, no, you can't do that. And this isn't Robin and Batman um, Rises or right. Dark, the Dark Knight Rises. Now, if they continue and use and use Zendaya as the actual MJ or whatever, fine. I'm, I'm actually fine with that. You know, again, different universe. Yeah. But. Yeah, and this one also has elements of Ultimate Spider-Man in it anyway. MJ is a redhead. Yeah. And I don't, you know, that's one of the standouts about her character, is the is the red hair. All versions. It's like as if you show J. Jonah Jameson, he better have the the silver wingtips, right? Yeah. Every version of Mary Jane. Oh yeah. Is. <laughs> All right. Really, is a redhead. I'm not bad. I'm just drawn that way. So, why? Again, why the fuck would you fundamentally change? The character. And that's why I have a problem with Flash Thompson. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, two, three minor mistakes. And again, this is not racism or anything. This is just, it is what it is. Here's Flash Thompson. See? I'm sorry. He has to be a fucking, he has to be a jock. He has to be physically intimidating. Yeah. That's what sets him apart from. Everybody else, you can't mentally you can't mentally intimidate him. Yeah, kind of like because he's fucking brilliant. Like Eddie Brock is supposed to be huge and ripped. Yeah, and Flash Thompson is basically you know, look. You have to do you know that's not intimidating. It makes me want to punch him in his gut. You know what? You want to delve into this? I not really. No, no, it, no. It I mean, just you. The more you think about it, you're right because. Why the fuck would, would, would Peter even let him talk, treat him that way when he could fuck him up at any second? Right. You know, it's it's like, who the fuck are you? Because what, you got you got, you got got an Audi and a microphone and a DJ table? Right. You can fucking talk about me like this? Fuck you. You know? Yeah. Well, again, he's in, he, the dude's in high school, so you don't have the confidence of doing that. You don't. Not a lot of people just go up to him and rip the microphone out of his hand and fucking st- stick it up his ass. I know, but Flash... I would. But the Flash Thompson in this movie is not physically intimidating. No. And physically intimidating is a very important factor when it comes to being a bully. Right. And and that's why you need to have... You, somebody like John Burnt Not John Bernthal. Um, this dude, right? John... Oh, Man- yeah. Joe Ma- Magana- Man- yeah, Maganiello. <laughs> Whatever the fuck his Manganiello. name is. Yeah. <laughs> Mangello. Yeah. <laughs> so you have Joe Mangello who played the Flash Thompson in the first one. Yeah. And that's the type of character you need. I mean, you don't need some fucking snot-nosed, you know, know-it-all douchebag 18-year-old that, you know, um, 
tries to intimidate Peter Parker by being smarter than him or has better word choices than him. You know what? And Peter is a fucking brilliant dude. The Flash Thompson of this movie is the Venom of Spider-Man 3. Yeah. Well, well, no, because if you remember what Sam Raimi said, he purposely made Venom be a doppelganger of Peter Parker, of Spider-Man. So Flash Thompson in this movie is a doppelganger in a way of Peter Parker. Well, yeah, but it's useless. Exactly. both of them are fucking useless, yeah. You know, and and that's that's where it fails. You could have made him a completely different character and still... You could have made him a buddy of Flash Thompson's or whatever. It, but Flash needs to be the Biff of these movies. Yeah. You know? You know, yeah, the more you think about it, it is infuriating. It, 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 but look, thank God they didn't overuse his character. This is the Disney picture right here of Flash standing next to Peter. Look at Flash yeah. compared to Peter. Yeah, it's huge. Yeah, he's a fucking... He's a, <laughs> he's a fucking animal. He's a jock. Yeah, that's what he needs to be. Like I said, and we don't know much about you know Zendaya and where she's going. Yeah, I mean, look at, if you even look at the Flash Thompson from the Amazing Spider-Man movies, um, he's made to be the same physical size of Peter Parker in that one of right. Andrew Garfield's, and it's how is that intimidating? It, it well, so, dude, look, it goes, it it runs in all in all areas. There are dudes that are huge that are intimidated by people that have confidence. Yeah. I know because, uh, you know. Yeah, I know. I know. I know quite a few of them. The Mike Tyson's punch out thing. Yeah, you know. <laughs> and, and and you know. Body blow. You, you do something and they flinch. You're like, dude, what, what's wrong with you? Yeah. Ah, you, you scared me. So, uh, look, this movie is, look, it's there, there's little problems here and there, of course. Mm-hmm. But overall, the whole ent- entire ride is fun, and. You fall in love with the character again, all right? We're both on board for Spider-Man. Oh, absolutely. I don't want anybody to get me wrong. These minor bitches are exactly like that. They are minor. Yeah. You know, if that's if this is what they're going to do with Flash Thompson for this series, maybe that's where they need to go with it, yeah. you know? Yeah. And, and, and <laughs> but the MJ thing, <sighs> we'll see where it goes. Yeah. So, and then, yeah, and then, uh, you know. There. <laughs> The, the there, gr- there's my ultimate. <laughs> <laughs> Darcy. <laughs> Where's my tooth? <laughs> Nerds. Yeah. But they had Betty Brandt. They had yeah. all sorts of cool characters that, you know, not really necessary, but. Yeah, and then Michael Keaton's villain. Mm-hmm. He wasn't overwritten. He wasn't underwritten. He, he didn't, he wasn't over the top. He wasn't. He wasn't that cardboard cutout villain where he'd just kill anybody left and right, right? Right. You know, even when he killed his own guy, it was an accident. Yeah, he's like, uh, I, I thought, thought this was the gravity gun. Yeah, right. It's not yeah. a gravity gun. No. Shit. <laughs> you know, his character is way more believable and realistic. You know, well, and, and they gave him a real purpose. Yeah. Why is he doing this? He's not just some evil. <laughs> yeah. Why is it? But why is he doing this? <laughs> yeah. You know, it's family. Yeah. He yeah. no. He it's not. Well, yeah. He's doing this to make money, not for just his family. He has a real goal. Yeah, he's also you know it's the okay system. that Tony Stark builds all these weapons, you know, and gets away with it. He's a fucking, you know, he's a beloved national hero and this and that. Yeah. But if I do it, I'm a fucking bad guy. Yeah. Where's the line? You exactly. know, fuck you. I'll do what I want. Yeah, he's shirking the system. You know, and that's and good, man. I that's. That's a character that's believable. He's not in, He's not evil. Yeah. He's he's gray. He's, he's, he's good. Yeah, you notice he never, even when he says he's going to kill someone, he never killed anyone on purpose in this movie. Tried to kill Peter. 
yeah, but the other, that was the line. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he's a superhero trying to fuck up his family, you know, get in the way of it, what right. he's doing for his family. So that's, there's the line. Right. He fucking crossed it. Yeah. So I got to squash and, well, it. Well, they, they, they also had that talk in the car, yeah. which is, I'll kill you. Yeah, when you get in my way. I'm going to kill you and everybody you love. Yeah, but but at least there was character in that because he gave him a chance. You stay at this dance with my daughter. You don't do anything else, and everything's fine. Ah, uh, Pete. So Pedro. <laughs> oh, hey, real quick, because I keep forgetting to mention this, and I I should I wanted to put it in my review, but I forgot to. Did you notice that some of the high school elements of this movie are very similar to the 1992 movie? Buffy the Vampire Slayer. No, it's a lot. There's just all these little fucking things, man. I so I, I started thinking about the movie. I'm like, yeah, all right. I, I, you know what we forgot to do tonight? What? Venture Brothers. Oh no, no. I, I figured we we're gonna do that when we do the other stuff. So, Damn it. um, I already I watched the episode though. Good. So I watched the episode. Nah, we should have gotten. We sh- we should have started earlier, but whatever. That's all right. Um, I just yeah, I was. Yeah, you know, we we had the other thing to do too. So, um, yes, make sure to listen to our other podcast called Welcome to the Machine. Yeah. So look, there's plenty more we could talk about this movie, but it's just fun. Interrogation mode was awesome. <laughs> I'm a man. <laughs> oh yeah. I posted on a, one of those web blogs about that scene because someone was talking about it, how it was so awesome, and I said, "Yeah, it reminded me of this." And I printed, I printed a picture of that car that's over Samwit Wiki. That's all. Are you username, ladies man? Two one seven. Right. Right. And then everyone's like, holy shit, you're right. <laughs> that is the voice. Because <laughs> that's what it straight up reminded me of. Yeah. Um, no, man, this this movie is really, really, really good. Yeah. You know. Makes me miss Iron Man, too. And it's, yeah, it's it's a movie that, look, we've had three straight weeks of good movies. Uh-huh. And. Well, um, <laughs> wait a minute. If we had, before Baby Driver was Transformers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. We had Baby wait. Driver. We had Spider-Man. What else? Uh, we had, we had the Baby the Driver. We had to, God damn, all right, lost. Rough night. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay, we've had two straight movies, two straight weeks of good movies. I mean, yeah, we've had some other good shit, dude. So I, you know, we had the Mummy, <laughs> Wonder Woman, Alien. Yeah, Wonder Woman. Um, Alice doesn't live here anymore. Any longer. Pirates. All right, so we've had Baby. I don't Dragon. care what your brother said. I really like Kong Skull Island. That's whatever. <laughs> He's a hater. <laughs> Focusing on your racial issues, my friend. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, so yeah, I, I give the movie an eight point five out of out of ten. It, it bravo. Oh yeah, uh, I'm I'm right there with you, man. Yeah, and just I, remember, it's all about patience. Yes, it's all about patience. And <laughs> and and the th- and here's the thing. Again, with all my bitches about the minor minor things, mm. they're so minor that they're really inconsequential. Oh yeah. But for me, it's attention to detail. Yeah, you know, and then they're but they also pale in comparison compared to what we've already seen from the last few Spider-Man films, right? So it's like you can you get a pass kind of thing, right? Yeah. Uh, because you're bringing it back on par, you know, like it it was you know 13 years ago, right? So um, I I I still have to say this though I I miss Tobey Maguire. I don't. I, I I miss him because I don't miss him in his fucking scrunched up crying face. <laughs> I, I miss Tobey Maguire because yeah. he was the first Spider-Man, and and they did a great job with he him until they it. until they Katie Langed him, mm. all right, and gave him the fucking this mm. the, the you know the fucking disco groove. Yes, <laughs> so <laughs> which is funny, but still shouldn't have been a Spider-Man. That should have been an outtake, not in the fucking movie itself. Um, all right, 
so yeah, Spider Man, go see that shit. Um, the movie currently has a ninety three percent rating on Rotten Tomatoes. It kept fluctuating. Like it started off at ninety seven, then ninety four, and then all it kept, right. Yeah. Where are we at? I gave it a hundred, and you gave it an eighty three. So. Kind of in between. Yeah, you're closer. Yeah, I, I, I just, I had. You f- win for a second week in a row. Yay. No, you don't. No, you got the Transformers right on. So, yeah, yeah you uh, that carried you over to Baby Driver. <laughs> ding, ding, but ding. you were completely off. I on was that. completely off on Baby. But yeah, I, I just thought the critics would, would you know, wouldn't love it, but they um, love it. They love it. Well, we got one, two, three, four, five. Yeah, we got six, p- seven, seven fucking movies in a row that are going to be. Pretty fucking awesome. They better be. Uh, with the exception of Valerian, which we're holding our breaths on. It's Passant, dude. I mean... I, you can't go wrong, brother. I, you know what I mean? He, he puts You can hate in. him all you want, but the truth of the matter is is it's Luke f- motherfucking Passant. Yeah, I, I don't think he's done anything lukewarm. Uh. <laughs> 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 all right. So, yeah. Definitely you see Spider-Man Homecoming. It, it, um, I... I'm hyped up to see what they're going to do with him in Infinity War. You know? Yeah. Y'all know? All right. So my flick of the week is... Oh, we still got more shit to do. Yeah. We'll make it quick. My flick of the week is the 2017 Power Rangers reboot. Um, this movie is, for all intents and purposes, a an absolute perspective movie. And my perspective is For this. all intents and purposes, it's an absolute perspective movie? Yes, because... When I first watched this movie, I had look, I hadn't seen the 95 movie, which is based off of the TV series. In at least had, 20 years. Yeah. I, I saw that in theaters. And at the time, I thought it was just okay. I was like, oh, good visual effects and blah, blah, blah. Right. Okay. So then you get to this movie. I've never been a, a Power Rangers fan. Power Rangers has just always been meh to me. It Cheesy, stupid, overused, like Pokemon. It's it just too much. And I... When I saw I rented this movie because I, I just heard so much bad shit about it. I heard, you know, after you said what your brother said about it, right? I'm like, fuck, I'm going to rent this shit. So I rented it and I watched it. And <laughs> that's what this movie is. It, this movie is a way better version of of what they've done so far with Power Rangers. Really? Wait, let me finish. But just because it's a way better version does not make it a way better movie. Or I'm sorry, just a better, a good movie. It's not, it's not a good movie. The problem is, is that we're inundated with superhero movies and and other stuff that does it way better. And this movie, it's not bad. It's better than Fantastic Four, and this definitely gives a Fantastic Four from last year vibe. It, it, no, this movie's better than that. It's just, but it's not that much better. This movie is a five out of ten. Okay, now the perspective. <laughs> Let me sum this movie up for you in one statement. Please do. <laughs> when the movie ended and it shows like the the end credits sequence where it's you know still animated and doing all this stuff, right? It starts playing I've Got the Power, you know, by Snap, right? Okay. So my son Kendrick's sitting there and he starts fucking grooming to the beat because he loves the song. All of a sudden when the chick says I've Got the Power, it's in someone else's voice and it's a newer version of it. He stopped and fucking turned and looked at me and gave me the frowniest fucking face ever. And it was the straight up Peter Griffin. Oh, right. It, that summed up the movie. Like, it looks good. You're having a good time. And then, oh, it. it <laughs> I started laughing Fuck. so fucking hard because th- this is. Okay, I'm going to lay out the biggest problems that this movie has. Oh, please. 
even though it's way more fun than than the the 95 movie which has a 41% approval rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, sure it does. And this movie has a 45%. All right. That movie from 95 is so fucking horrible. The acting is horribly bad. And I don't mean it's intentionally bad. No, it's bad, bad. Like, you don't want to pay people to quality act. Um, you don't want to pay people to quality write. That's how bad it is. And the visual effects, holy shit. 95 CG effects, fucking horrible for this movie. Like, it, it, I mean, straight up, you could do it on a Mac Pro right now and it, it, it look better. It So... Regard, putting all that to the side, this movie tries to do things that it sh- probably shouldn't have done. One is using Krispy Kreme as a sponsor, okay? Because it gets to a point where they mention the name Krispy Kreme about 10 times in the span of two minutes. Because, oh, the, there's some artifact that's secretly placed underneath one, right? Oh, we got to get to the Krispy Kreme. Oh, it's under the Krispy Kreme. Shut the fuck up. So that's stupid as shit. Another thing is, they had a cool idea with Elizabeth Banks' Rita Repulsa character. They made her a previous ranger, right, who went bad and turned against the whole team and killed everybody except Zordon, played by Brian Cranston. All right? That was a cool idea. Problem was this. Out of all the things they could have made her, they made her the Green Ranger. So then when she comes back to life now, 65 million fucking years later, which is way too fucking long, all right, when the previous show was only 6,000 years, they bring her back. She's a wait, wait, wait. Oh, hold, on, hold on. She's sixty-five million years old. Yeah, but she was a Green Ranger. Yeah, the, the Rangers existed in the Cenozoic area. It says that in the movie Cenozoic era. And I looked it up, and it's anywhere between zero and sixty-five or seventy million years ago. And there's a part in the movie where Bill Hader, who does the voice of Alpha Five, the little the robot. Fuck, are you talking about zero to sixty-five million years? ago? That's how long the Cenozoic era covers. That's how much time. So literally, it's still going on. Yeah, but when there's a part where where Alpha Five, the little why robot, the fuck, are you so loud? There's a part why where where Bill Hader's character Alpha Five says 65 million years ago. So they 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 established in the movie that it is 65 million years old. Right. That's fucking garbage. <clears throat> I agree. Anyway, they make her the Green Ranger, and then because she's attracted to gold, she needs gold to raise up Goldar. Remember the fucking gold guy with the wings? No. <laughs> well, she's trying to raise him back up because he's a giant. So she's stealing all the gold in Angel Grove. <laughs> and she finally gets enough together and she's able to make her staff. And she puts her green ranger coin in the middle of it. And now all of a sudden she looks straight up like a fucking wannabe Loki. Right? So they fucked. They, that was obvious. They could have done anything with Rita Repulsa. And they make her fucking. They make her Loki. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, just. The movie tries to be serious, and it does a nice little homage when when they get into all their zords and start running across. It does a nice little goofy homage to the original TV series, but at still the balance that the movie tries to do between being serious and 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 appealing to kids, it just doesn't really work. It, it's not it. Hmm. It's kind of like a a PG thirteen version of that cool um, uh, fan made video for Power Rangers that was made a few years ago, right? So, uh, it could have been way better, um, and because it's made so much money on, on home video, they're going to be making a sequel. I I don't really care too much, but it's still, if you compare this to the 95 movie, I think it's a fucking major step up, major upgrade, but still, the movie's an overall five, all right? 
I, I'm, I'm glad I didn't see it in theaters so I would not have wanted to write a, 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 a review for it. But, yeah, there you go. There's Power Rangers, man. In a nutshell. Over the weekend. So Joe and I had a request for, like, American Ninja at some point from one of his friends. Like, <laughs> you got to watch American Ninja. <laughs> well, it was on this weekend, so I recorded it, and I missed, like, the first five minutes. Oh, well, then you couldn't have, you should, nothing else you have to take. I know, I should, I should probably fucking delete this, delete it. <laughs> so I, uh, <laughs> I watched American Ninja, took a nap, and then, like, American Ninja 2 was on. Yeah. And then I didn't record that. And then American Ninja 3 was on. Oh, I had to work. So I came home and American Ninja 3 was on. Like, oh, fuck yeah, American Ninja 3. Fuck yeah. I don't even know where to begin with this fucking series, man. (laughs) I do not know where to begin. So the character, one of the main characters, his name is Steve James. Well, no, the the actor's name is Steve James. Steve James tragically died of pancreatic cancer uh, back in 1993, so 24 years ago. Yeah. Um. But he was in I'm Gonna Get You Sucka and a bunch of other movies. And he, he played the main character, or one of the main characters in the American Ninja series. His name is Curtis Jackson. It, because it takes hair longer to degrade than, than human flesh, do you think if you opened up his grave now, it would just be a skeleton with an afro? I don't know. Why don't you go to his grave? No, he uh, his ashes. He's in an urn. Oh, they fucking ruined that joke, didn't they? Yes, they did. Fucking preemptive. I ruined that joke for Preemptive you. sons of bitches. So, I... Yeah, uh, how the fuck would you know? I locked it up. <laughs> what do you mean? Because you said they cremated him. Like, how the fuck would you know they cremated him? Because I looked him up. And they He's actually said... Dead. He, they actually said he was cremated? No, they didn't. They I, just I, said that his urn was placed in a fucking cemetery somewhere in Hollywood. <laughs> I just assumed that he had burned to you death. You could have just have fucking had an upper hand in the conversation. Just to fucking derail, derail my my sarcasm. Are you sure? Right. Are you sure? Are you sure he's fucking charcoal briquettes? No, I'm not. So, <laughs> St- Steve James plays his character's name is Curtis Jackson. All right, the whole movie starts off with Hi-ya. with Michael Dudikoff. Hey guys, I'm Michael Dudikoff, and he is. In the army, he plays a guy named Joe Armstrong. His hacking is so loud. I'm so... He's got the Dudikoff. I'm a ninja. Hold on a second. Okay, I'm back. I had to beat up some ninjas. And uh, that's how he talks, too. I, I had to beat up some That'd ninjas. That'd be a great idea for a commercial. What? Someone's hacking and coughing, and you give him a Hall's cough drop, and he goes, oh, man, he don't have he don't have that regular cough. He got the Dudikoff. And then he fucking has... Dude, Michael Dudikoff kicking fucking halls into his throat. <laughs> <laughs> All right, anyway. Dude, that's a great fucking idea for commercial. <laughs> the Dudikoff. <laughs> I'll kick that right. I'll kick that cough right out of your chest. Yeah. This is, as you see him just fucking do a flag. He's yeah. like he's like the size of a calls yeah. medicine. Just yeah. does a flying karate what, kick or, at the guy's chest. Yeah. Or what if what if <laughs> what if there's a mini Dudikoff in his mouth? That's what I was saying. And it's kicking away all regular medicines. That's what. Yeah. Okay, I didn't. Hear the you Michael Dudikoff halls. Okay. <laughs> halls medicine. I could kick the fucking cough right out of your chest, buddy. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be like the slap. <laughs> Take that, Robotussin. <laughs> Tussin can't handle the Dudikoff. <laughs> there's only one. There's only one. Fuck you, Ricola. Hi, I'm Donald Trump, and let me tell you, 
whenever I get a cough, I have to have the halls Michael Dudikoff. <laughs> when I get a Dudikoff, I have halls. Anti-Dudikoff. Anti-Dudikoff. Let me get in there and kick the shit out of that cough. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Michael Dudikoff is not an American Ninja 3, and I was going to do an American Ninja fucking movie review, and yeah. I started off doing it. But I have to talk about this part, because in American Ninja... He plays Joe Armstrong. Michael Dudikoff does. Yeah. And he saves a girl who, their their convoy gets attacked by ninjas. Okay? <laughs> okay. That's how it works. They're in Japan. They get attacked by ninjas. kind of hard to be stealthy when you're mobile. It's, <laughs> it gets even better. <laughs> it gets better. Okay. In American Ninja, okay, so he he now he's a fucking asshole because he saved this girl and they run, and the girl is the the daughter of the colonel of the base. Yeah, and they they escape from the ninjas, but like by jiggling other, the wheel by uh, no they they run away. Okay, and <laughs> and other army guys who are there to defend everybody yeah. die. So he's a fucking asshole for saving this girl because he quote unquote ran away. Uh-huh. You know, and he and. and that's how it all starts. And he's a dude effector. He's a fucking, he's a Dushikov. <laughs> so, it, like I said, it gets Okay, so we cut to American Ninja 2. In American Ninja 2, they have to infiltrate a base, right? Yeah. So him and this girl are have infiltrated a base dressed as ninjas, uh. and they're walking, I swear to God, so fucking awesome. They are walking along the hallways of this ninja base. Uh-huh. They're the only ninjas in there. Well, not really, but I mean, they're they're walking, and then they come across this. Uh, <laughs> with all bad fucking eighties movies, they always have the uh, the the guest. Uh, what do they call it? The the group, the group tour. Oh, okay. So that they are always showing the group tour. Yeah. Like this is where we make our cyber ninja ultra kick ass machines, right? And here we go, and we're going to show you everything that's going on. And they're made of mesh, metal, and steel. And they're, they're tour's over, Bob. Yeah, they're fucking. <laughs> they're yeah, the the Austin Powers, you know, Megator, right? Yeah. But it's just like that. So they're in this fucking tour package group, right? And the tour package group is getting the whole rundown of the of the operation. <laughs> It's all these guys dressed in suits, and then there's fucking Michael Dudikoff and the girl, and they're dressed as ninjas, standing right in the middle of this pack, <laughs> and the only thing I could do for the next half hour was talk shit about the movie. Yeah. It's like, do you see something? <laughs> no, I don't. What are you talking about? Like, I swear to God, there's like, I thought I saw a guy standing in front of me. No, I, I don't see nothing. It's because we're ninjas, you fuck. <laughs> you know, and then and then as they're standing there, the 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 scientist dude gets taken away because he's the good guy, right? Or a sort of good guy, but not a good guy. Yeah. And so, fucking Dudikoff and uh, and and rescue chick go with follow, right? Yeah. It's like I swear to God, it's like something was here and now it's not. You know, it don't don't pay attention to us, even though we're fucking ninjas. We are wearing black in an entire white hallway. And we're we're standing still, yeah. like you can't see us. Don't, don't say anything. Uh, uh, she uh, she's on me. <laughs> I there's something blocking my vision. I can't see everything properly. Shut up. Who said that? <laughs> you keep talking. Bob, can you see okay back there? You look like you're having some problem. Somebody keeps talking in my ear. I don't know what the fuck is going on. It's like just just calling me ugly. 
Says says I have bad receding hairline. Says I have it smell like George Harrison. It's weird. It's like Dude. when I was watching the beginning of Batman v Superman, and I I, I just uh, the first half hour of the movie, I'm just constantly talking shit about it while I'm watching it. Yeah, I was in Michael Dudikoff voice impression though. Yeah. And I saw all I was doing was just talking in that like, Duh, you guys could never see me up a digit. Ugh. Don't don't pay your attention to the two digits that are walking around in the fucking sterile white hallway. Guess as as we follow, as we conspicuously follow, the uh, the scientist is being led away by two other ninjas. Yeah, you know. And then of course, as soon as the door closes, Michael Dudikoff <laughs> fucking does a flying a flying Hassan chop to one of the ninjas in their head. Yeah, and just flops him over this fucking railing. Yeah. it's hilarious. So American Ninja Three, Michael Dudikoff isn't in it. He's there's another guy that playing Michael Dudikoff's part in this movie that's a shame and they and again it starts off with these these guys and they're following a fucking convoy and out of nowhere is like fucking ninjas so of course it's (laughs) it's oh my god just left this place now we're fucking fighting ninjas in a goddamn (laughs) beach resort It's a, if it's not just one place, it's, a, it's always digits. We got digits. We got orange digits. We got yellow digits. We got red digits. But I'm, hey, you, you can't. I'm the John McLean of ninjas. No, you're not. <laughs> the John McLean of ninjas is the black ninja just with the star in his face. Just keeps happening to me. You can't. You, you you can't escape him. No matter where I go, it keeps happening. To ninjas me. of all colors, the rainbow. So, they fucking fight these ninjas, right? Yeah. And at one point. So fucking stupid. At one point, the dude, this dude's got a. It's like watching a Steven Seagal fight in real time. Where he bends someone's arm. No, no, way. no. There's there's three guys. There's Steve James, and then there's two other guys. Like, and then they're all hanging out. Uh-huh. And one of them's like an army mechanic. Yeah. And the other one is like, um, the guy that fights Daniel Son in the final. In the in the final match in karate, yeah, sweep the uh, leg, karate. Johnny. Yeah, Johnny, but he has black hair, right? Yeah, it's, but he looks just like Johnny. Okay. So, and and Steve James is like oh, ninjas. Then he's like, okay, you go get him, guys. You know, and and like the fucking army mechanics, like right on, boss. I'll go get him. We're gonna fucking karate chop their heads right off, right? <laughs> the me- army mechanic is fighting this ninja, and the fight is so slow. That they literally had to cut away from the fight ten seconds into the first punch because it was done like in slow motion, yeah. but not really. Like the guy didn't know how to fight. Yeah, and so they cut away, and then the you know they cut back, and as they cut back, they're fighting with sticks. Yeah, and it's again it's slow motion stick fighting, yeah. but they're using rubber sticks. Yeah, and you could you could hear the. Of the rubber, yeah, which is replaced by the wood wood stuff, yeah. All right, so we got that. It's it's fucking bad production, right? Yeah, and they're of course they're all split up, right? And they defeat the ninjas, and and of course the army mechanic guy somehow ends up on top of this fucking uh, like they're they're in this uh, the shitty part of Brazil or wherever where a lot of these low in, not low income there's like shit houses, right? Yeah. So he's standing on this steel topped roof or whatever. He's like, I don't know who those guys were, but I know where they went. We should follow them, right? Mm-hmm. So they all follow them into this gigantic mansion, where of course all the bad guys are are there. It was at that point I was just like, okay, <laughs> I got to turn it off. 
that was my experience with American Ninja Three. Yeah. I literally because I, I just couldn't fucking deal with it any longer. That's shitty. Oh god, it was so bad. Just just the beginning fight sequence. Oh, and I have to go back to American Ninja. Yeah. At the beginning of the fight scene, five minutes into the movie, when they're the convoys fighting. Yeah. So they're on. They're they're focused on the main ninja bad guy, right? He's and always the main ninja bad guy has some sort of mark on him. And he's always wearing the black ninja suit and everything else, right? Yeah. He's always the big badass. Well, they Michael Dudikoff runs. I run away. So runs so far away, and I, I'm taking the hot chick with me. Uh, I'm gonna throw in the water. So he throws her in the water, and they hide underneath the water where there's no bubbles coming up from air. The bamboo sticks. Yeah, no, no bamboo sticks. No bamboo sticks like an ninja. They're just holding. They're holding their breath, hoping that no air bubbles escape from any parts of their body. Nobody farts. No air bubbles escape from their tennis shoes. The clothes. Yeah, nothing. Yeah, it's just all weef. Yeah, it's all silent. Right. <laughs> well. Right before they did that, they, the the ninja dude was, you know, he's staring angrily at the camera, right? Yeah. And there's a guy that's lying on the ground. He's supposed to be dead. Yeah. And he literally fucking rolls over because he thought the shot was over. Yeah. <laughs> and started to get up and it cut away. <laughs> like, oh my God. Fucking plan nine from outer space. Oh, huh? Jesus. It was great. Oh, fucking damn it. Dude, that, it's just like how the- um, Dude, American Ninja is so bad. Um, but it's still not as bad as Dolph Lundgren. Skeletor well, no, it's not as bad as that. It's still not as bad as Transformers or Independence Day Four. I, dude, just hearkening back to what I said about the '95 Power Rangers movie, it is so bad that I, I fast forward it through most of it when my kids are watching. And I mean, they, he they, thinks it's a real bad. They go to another planet to upgrade their their fucking characters. They already have their swords are all dinosaurs, and they upgrade to ninja outfits. Fucking, our all of our shows are just about ninjas. And then and then fucking and then oh then their final upgrade when before they leave this 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 Amazonian planet where this hot chick in Amazon Amazon clothes helps them right right they become animals. One becomes a fucking crane or something, and one becomes a bear. And it was like, dude, you were fucking dinosaurs. How is that an upgrade, right? <laughs> so they come back home. Let's <laughs> just stab them in the stomach. Do, 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 do. Uh, oh, and of course, you've got the the the, the A team sound effects. Yeah, and then nine ninjas beating up on one army guy. Dude, this scene was off the chain. Ah, oh. that that oh. was anticlimactic. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like slow motion ninja fighting, right? Yeah. They make it seem quick because they keep doing all these camera cuts. Yeah. Why are you chasing me? Why are you chasing me? Let me go, you jerk. <laughs> I think fucking <laughs> bend your legs. Oh, there there's part of it right there. <laughs> I ninja flip. I do flip. Hold on. See? There's one guy right there and there's another guy. There's, a, there's another guy that's lying there. Oh, Watch. Okay, here it comes. Hey, don't you fuck with her. Here I come. <laughs> Save the day. Out of nowhere. Ah! <laughs> total dodge, you dick. Pudge. Pudge. Oh. Oh. See? He's fucking just... <laughs> Who is that man? Here it is. Here it comes. Oh. I broke. <laughs> I broke your arrow, stupid. My here it is. for your archery. Oh, here it is. <laughs> the dude fucking rolls over. Uh, in the fucking in the Italian 
you know, Colonel, who is that bad? That the the end of that, the end of that whole sequence was who is that bad? <laughs> I don't know. He's some fucking. He's a fucking army guy. <laughs> he has skills. A <laughs> Michael Dudikoff. What what do you want? How did you learn all of those moves? I don't know. I have amnesia. What's your name? Michael Dudikoff. <laughs> <sighs> I fight you, Michael Dudikoff. All right, man. <laughs> I'll, I'll kick your ass right through the fucking wall. All right, we're done with this motherfucker. There is no news to talk about. No, no, no new trailers this week, dude. I just there's. <laughs> I'm. So, if you haven't so, had a chance, I'm, yet. So, I'm so obsessed with Michael Dudikoff yeah. and the fucking American Ninja movies. It's not even funny. <laughs> if you get a chance to uh, check out Preacher on Sweaty um, Beach on Ball. AMC, Preacher's a very good show. Uh, look at me, season, uh, season two right now. And wear a body glove. All right, uh, next movie we will be talking about on Cinescape movie reviews yeah. is going to be. Look at those rocks! Oh no! Of the planet. Hold on a second. Ninjas. Fuck, man! They're everywhere. Try to go on a fucking vacation, get chased by digits. Fucking, you're gonna scratch my speedo. Wear my body glove suit. He's in such good shape. I'm gonna hide amongst the rocks and hopefully they won't find me. Here we go. The, Why is the, he not looking behind him? Oh, you tried to trick me. Oh, he used the force. I'm gonna throw you. Why aren't they using their weapons? Oh, flip. How dare you? Oh. Reverse headbutt. <laughs> That's like someone smacked a basket. Now I choke you. Did you just break his neck? No. Just wrapped a fucking cord around his neck and threw him. You have a bow staff? I'll take that. Wow, some ninjas. Yeah. You guys suck. Uh-oh. He got the gong fucking intro. Yeah. We use a, a fucking ninja ladder. <laughs> How, how's the bottom guy going to get up? I just got to run around and f- go right back down to the... Oh, that's fucking teamwork there, buddy. Yeah. Of course, he just runs right back around the other side onto the ground. Oh, dude, you're looking at me. I don't like that. Pointing. I know sign language. Oh, you missed. <laughs> it didn't even stab him. Oh, my God. That was in his armpit. Yep. Oh. You're not even fucking trying. Take the sword, jerk. You have a fucking... There's a fucking weapon right there. I was about to pull a mask off. It doesn't even use the weapons. Just I'm just going to throw it. throw you everywhere. Fuck you, ninja. I'm going to take it from his armpit. Do you see just how slow his movements are? Yeah. Uh, uh, ow. <laughs> My leg. <laughs> his, his sword just bent. <laughs> I can't get my arms to go all the way down. <laughs> I have a bad feeling about this. See the guy that died? Yeah, that's Steve James. Yeah. You can tell he fucking lifts straight up. It's, uh... Yeah, I don't care how much in shape you are. No human being should wear shorts like that. Why? It's just ugly as fuck, man. It's the fucking 80s, dude. I don't care. That's the one thing I don't miss about the 80s, the shorty shorts. I miss it all, man. You can't block a fucking sword with your foot when you're not (laughs) wearing any protection. (laughs) <laughs> it's like trying not to get herpes while, you know, fucking a chick who has herpes without wearing a condom. Oh. Oh, don't play hooky. <laughs> rookie, rookie. <laughs> Balls on hooky. Oh. Take the sword. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> they just leave all these fucking weapons lying around for some God, kid that, to that's find. That's one of my biggest peeves about any kind of action movie is 
Don't leave the weapon lying there. Use it. Deliver the final blow. He just fucking slices this dude across. So I kick it you out know of your what? Hand. Since we're already on this little fucking thing, so I decided to check out my on demand to see if the final season of Samurai Jack is on there. Right? It's not. And this is how stupid on demand is through Xfinity. I called you out, Comcast. Fuck you. So they have the first three episodes of the final season of Samurai Jack. Okay. And then they have the final three episodes of the fi- of the last season of Samurai Jack. So they have six. They have one, two, and three, and eight, nine, and ten. So Episodes four through six, or four through seven, are not there. Does that make sense to you? No. No, it doesn't. It makes no fucking sense. They're not the even. The fuck th- is wrong with them? I don't know. It, so I watched the first three episodes of the final season. So I saw the the daughters of a coup. Um, it's cool. Yeah. And he and I was like, when he when that first part happens where he slices and there's blood, I'm like, oh shit! And my son's like, what? And I go. Dude, that's the first time in the entire series that he's drawn blood. Right. He, if you remember, everyone. Well, no, he's drawn blood. He's never killed anybody. I, I don't recall him ever destroying anything other than robots. Every time he cut someone in half or anything, it was always a fucking robot. Right. He he's, has he has drawn blood. I don't. I, but okay, but yeah, but, but never, never killed, yeah. killed anybody because he even says it in the thing. He says, "I've never killed anyone before," and. And yeah, I was like, dude, this show is yeah, you're right. There, because you said this this final season, you know, steps things up, right? Yep. So, um, yeah, three episodes in, uh, saw the daughters of a coup, and he fucking wipes them all out, which I did not expect. I expected, I I was waiting for well, the well, what it looked like. You haven't seen it. What it looked like? You need he to dropped, watch because he because he fucking cut them and dropped them all off of a goddamn cliff. But, um, I mean, how far did uh, episode three get? I think it ended with him falling down the cliff. Okay, so yeah, yeah, right. with it's, it's it's not done yet. Okay, because I keep picturing one of them seeing like he's not a bad guy, and then they join him against the coup or some shit like that. I because I, I've seen that happen in other things, like I don't know Castlevania or something. Um, but did you get a chance to watch Castlevania yet? I have not watched Castlevania. All right, not bad, but it's shorter than shit. Yeah, I, you already mentioned that. Not on the show. To me, <laughs> give All a right. shit about the fucking show. All right, so. Shut up. I'm me. You are you. Uh, Michael Dudikoff. <laughs> Hold on a second. All right, I'm back. Watch your Dudikoff. Fucking ninjas. Woo, woo, woo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dude, fuck you, man, for showing this. What? It's just fucking pictures. I know. Go get laid. <laughs> oh, it's so simple, isn't it? Oh. All right. Michael Dudikoff says goodnight. Hold on. Ninjas. <laughs> All right. Good show! Jolly good show! Jolly good show indeed! Hakuna Matata, bitches! This is the Cinescape Movie Podcast. We thank you for listening to the show, and if you have any questions or comments, you can email us or tweet us. My handle is at Joe Spiegel underscore Joe. My handle, that's what I call it, my handle. You can tweet me at... You can send me a tweet at tweet me. You can follow me. Fuck off. All right. Yeah. Follow. You can you know, follow me or tweet me at. Send a tweet to. All right. Follow. Follow would be better. You can follow me on tweet. Tweeter. You can tweeter me. You can follow me on Twitter at Joe Spiegel underscore Joe. And for me, it is at. What about you? MPS fifty one fifty because I make it easy. Yeah, you do. Well, that's the end of the show. Thank you for listening. And please remember. Share the podcast. Hey, hey, hey. What is it, Joe? Yeah, 
You see that little button over there? Yeah. Yes. All you what do button? The little share button. Which button is that? It says share. Sometimes it's a little arrow that goes in a circle. Regardless, it's there. Or more. So share. Share. Share that podcast. Click that shit. <laughs> it's simple. Please. We put we do put some work into this. Not a lot. Not a lot. Not as much as we should. But still, all you have to do is click the share button. Yeah. Click anything that says share. Like on our movie reviews, there's a Facebook share and a Google Plus. Pick one. We Sp- prefer Facebook, but you know. Spread the love. Help us grow. Spread the love and we will spread our legs open for you. No, we won't. I take showers. Well, what is that one? Show the balls? <laughs> open your balls. Open your balls. <laughs> share, uh, yeah. Share, share the, share the show. Share the hell out of it. <laughs> share. Give her some love. I sound like little Nick. <laughs> Have a good night. This is the end. It's the end. Finito! The end, I tell you! We're all going to nibble the dust! Or go fuck yourself.